Hey everyone, welcome to the From Survivor to Thriver podcast brought to you by Floricious. I'm your host, Sarah Jane, single mum, psychology student and domestic abuse survivor. You know, despite the abuse being the probably the most horrific time in my life, it was also one of the most pivotal moments because it helped me to identify my passion for helping others to overcome their past, to flourish into their fabulous, to go from survivor to thriver. All it takes is a decision that you are no longer going to let anyone or anything hold you back. And my friends, that includes ourselves, because let's be honest, we are our own biggest critics. Am I right? So let's get unstuck, get happy and get right into this podcast. Welcome to today's podcast. Um, today is just going to be a quickie because it's just about recent events, which I'm sure if you follow me on social media, you will already be aware of the good news that I received recently. So, as many of you know, I have been on a social sciences access course at college and we've been waiting for the results and we've, we received those the other day. I have been super emotional and just a bit all over the place in general and um, I bet people think I am totally crazy it's not a big deal so many people have done this before so many people will continue to do it afterwards but it means so much to me and it's more than just about getting a qualification and knowing that I've secured my place at university but it's also about overcoming years of self-doubt never thinking that I was good enough and there's so many reasons which I'm I'm going to get into why this is so important I did go live on my Facebook page the other day and I tried to express and I I couldn't really put it into words um, but I've had a bit of time to think about it and now you know I I feel like I have finally figured out exactly what it is that's so important to me Getting this level three diploma means so much to me because it's something I have strived for and tried to get for almost my entire life since leaving school. And I never got past um, level two. I didn't do extremely well in my GCSEs. I didn't realise how important education was to me because it's not important to everybody. Not everybody needs it, but it is to me. And... Though I made several attempts since then to, um, I tried to get my GCSEs again um, and I quit halfway through. I have been to college and covered many different subjects, um, but always quit partway through. It was never for me. And I felt like a quitter. I felt like a quitter. I felt like I wasn't smart enough. Um, I just didn't feel worthy. It's always been something that has, I've not felt proud of. And I could never really get past that level three. And then I got into accounts and I've been doing accounts for several years. And um, I found that I'd gotten to a point where I couldn't move forward because I didn't have the the certificates to back it. And so I went back to college and I did my level two in AIT. I I used to be so embarrassed to say this, that I was moving so much quicker than the other students in the class. You know, I never wanted to come across like I was bragging, like, you know, I was putting anybody else down. And I've always been embarrassed to say when I've achieved something. But I was achieving it not because I was like super clever or anything, but because I was working damn hard. Every night I would go home, I would hit the books when the kids were in bed. I would spend hours 
heating the book, staying up until 11, 12 o'clock at night as soon as the kids have gone to bed. And that's why I was achieving so quickly. And so because I'd gone to college and obviously they have their timetable to work through, I was being held back. And so I decided to go to a business school to, I got my level two through them and then I decided to go to business school to get my level three AIT qualification. I needed something that was more flexible, that allowed me to work at my own pace. And so I got there and I met my ex-partner. I will just mention at this point that even in past relationships, I've allowed partners to hold me back. Like I tried to go to university before, I couldn't because my ex-partner was building up his business and we needed the money and we were looking at buying a house. And so I foregoed my dreams of going to university so that he could continue with his dreams of building up his business and I've never put myself first and again it was just another example when I met my, my ex-partner my last abusive relationship we got when we got when we got together you know obviously I thought because he was there he was motiv- he was as motivated and driven as I was I liked that I wanted somebody who was motivated and driven so we got together and I thought, great, you know, because I didn't want any distractions. I thought, great, we'll be able to study together. And so we can still spend time together, but we're still moving and achieving our goals. And so I got with him. But what I found with him was that when I turned around to him in the evenings and I said, right, let's get the books out. Let's do some studying. He would always say things like, oh, let's just watch TV or let's just chat. I'm here to spend time with you. And he kind of ended up monopolising a lot of my time. So I wasn't getting as much studying done. I was still like passing my exams, but I wasn't moving as quickly as what I, as what I wanted to. And then, of course, we moved in together. He was pressuring me to find work, even though he couldn't. He wasn't in work at the time, um, but he just told me that it was just due to ill health and I thought he's got that many different qualities about him. You know, it wouldn't be fair to turn him down just because he's having this downturn in life. I didn't realise at the time, with hindsight, I realised at the time that this is a person who has been handed everything. And so he had no motive really to push himself and drive forward. And so anyway, I got into work and he stayed at home and and, um, we stopped going to that college But then later on down the line, we started going to another college, but it was the same again. He just wasn't putting the work in and I was trying, I was working and trying to study at the same time. You know, there was always something that needed to be done and he would always find reasons why I couldn't study. Actually, no, that's a bit of a lie. It would always be like, I don't know what it was. My time would just be used up. And in all honesty, at that point, I had started to think there was something wrong with me. I didn't realise at the time that I had fibromyalgia brought on by the abuse. And it was really, really bad at the time. Obviously, being in it, I was just having constant flare-ups. My cognitive function wasn't there. But at the time, I didn't know that. And I was honestly thinking that, you know, have I got something like early onset Alzheimer's? I thought there was something really wrong with me. Anyway, this was just another example of me allowing somebody to hold me back. And so again, I never got my level three. I was, I think I was one module off. I was one exam off achieving my level three. 
and then we split up and, and I just I couldn't go back to accounts. I don't know why. Maybe my confidence had been shaken because like I said, my cognitive function, I was making silly mistakes, I it wasn't coming easy to me anymore. I couldn't understand it at the time because I thought, you know, I was flying through it before and now I'm having to really work at it and I'm still making mistakes. There were days at one point where I could when I was working at um, an accountancy firm where I could, you know, literally throw out like two three four sets of accounts in one day but then there were other days where I could it would take me four days just to do one I think at that point my confidence had been knocked I didn't want to go back and I did love my career but I wasn't totally fulfilled by it It never really completely fulfilled me but I did love it but at the end of all of that I couldn't go back maybe it was because I associated accounts with him maybe it was just because my confidence had been knocked so much it was probably like a, a mixture of the two but I didn't go back into it and obviously I then spent the next few years just fighting through court and recovering and getting my kids back to health. And I have chosen to stay single and it's not something I talk about very often and it's something that I almost felt embarrassed about. But it's not it's it's through choice. It is a choice that I'm making and not because I'm scared to move into another relationship. It's just because I've come to a point in my life where I feel like I don't need to be in a relationship and I don't want the distraction. And here's the thing, and this is why achieving this, this level three diploma, achieving my goals is so, so important to me. Because it shows that for the first time in my life, I choose me. I chose me. I made me a priority. And I wasn't going to let anybody hold me back or anything hold, hold me back. I still have my moments. I know I'm like four years out of a relationship. I still have my moment, you know. Um, I never got diagnosed with PTSD, but I think I've very much had it. And and it's still, every now and again, it crops up. It does. But I made a commitment to myself. And for the first time in my life, I felt worthy of making me a priority. It's not just making yourself a priority and choosing to make yourself a priority. It's about feeling worthy enough to do it. About feeling worthy enough that it's okay to choose you and put you first sometimes. You know, obviously, obviously my kids are always first. But for the first time in my life... I put me first and I chose me and I made me a priority because I felt like I felt worthy enough to do that. And that's why it means it's not just the fact that it's taken me so long, but it's also the fact that in my eyes, I am now more worthy. Do you know what? It's not just partners that have allowed to hold me back in life. It's friends. I had to really audit my circle of friends that I had because I, I noticed that I had a group of friends. And when I first met them, I had just come out of another beautiful relationship. I was vulnerable. I was at a low in my life. They come into my life at that moment and I was truly grateful for them. I loved them. And then I started on my um, accountancy course and they started to get really offended about the fact that I wasn't spending as much time with them because obviously I was spending the time in the evenings to study. I believe they felt that maybe because I was feeling better they weren't important to me maybe that was what it was I don't know but they were and it wasn't that I didn't want them in my life anymore it's just that I had to dedicate some time to myself and guys that's okay it's okay to put ourselves first but I was made to feel guilty for it and like I was in the wrong for it and that's a theme that's followed me throughout my life with my partners being made to feel guilty for choosing me and that's what this means to me because first time in my life I feel worthy enough to choose me and also for the first time in my life, I didn't allow myself to hold me back. 
you know, because the voices in my head have always been telling me I'm not good enough and I'm a quitter and what's the point in trying so hard? You're just going to quit anyway. And for the first time in my life, I didn't listen to those voices and I pushed through and I finished it off. <laughs> it's just like, I just feel so good about for my about myself for finishing something as well. I'm just thrilled over the moon and all the times that I told myself I was thick and stupid and I was never going to amount to anything and that dream of going to university but never actually thinking wanting to go to university but never actually believing I was good enough and I throughout this course honestly without the tutors who believed in me when I didn't you know when I constantly questioned myself I don't know how I would have done it done it you know I can't fault the tutors for how amazing they were and how much they believed me believed me my colleagues my fellow students who were all there for me we had a little circle of friends we all support each other we're staying in touch even though we're moving on to different universities and you know without having that little tribe because guys here's another thing you know and why I say we really need to edit our circle because, like I said, those friends of mine and my exes, none of them were cheering me on. You know, they were holding me back. And we deserve to have people in our lives who cheer us on, who want to lift us up, who want us to do great things with our lives. We deserve to be around those people. We just deserve to have those people in our lives. Those people who are going to, you know, quiet those voices in my head and, you know, tell me to knock it off when I'm questioning myself, when I'm doubting myself. They're the ones saying knock it off so just a quick shout out to my fellow students and my tutors i absolutely appreciate all the love and support that you've shown me over the over the past year and i can't wait to see us all thrive and move forward in the future that is it for today so yeah i just wanted to remind you all that you are worthy you it's okay to put yourself first um that's something i'm realizing myself lately and making to make ourselves a priority we deserve a circle of people who are going to uplift and inspire us and encourage us not hold us back so i hope you have a fantastic day and i hope that by me sharing my story inspires you in any way because i'm i'm done holding myself back or allowing anybody else to hold myself back i'm done putting myself on the back burner it's time for me to rise anyway have an awesome day guys and I look forward to chatting again to you soon.